morning, everybody. Oh, that was pretty good. We could give it in, though. Good morning, everybody. Beautiful. We're awake. All right. So I'm going to pray over our giving, our offerings, our tithes this morning. We don't pass around a plate here at the Community Church, but we do have uh, boxes on the back where you can uh, put those things. Uh, we welcome you to do so. So we just uh, want to pray over our offerings this morning. We want to pray over as we, we give back of ourselves, as we sow into your kingdom and what you're doing in this community, in this church, and among us. Um, and as we're just thinking about um, maybe this Thanksgiving season, we're thinking about probably the things we have, the people around us, um, that we would keep in our minds continually um, who you are to us, Jesus, and who you are in terms of how um, you interact with our giving, you interact with what we have, you interact with the people around us, um, that it's not just um, arbitrary that the things we have, the places we're in, the place we're in our, in our lives right now, uh, it's not a mistake. It's not just something that just happened. It's uh, you have a plan, you have a purpose, um, you have something to do um, with the things that we have, uh, depending, no matter how little or how great it seems to us, um, that you have a part for us to play, Jesus. Um, so we just ask that as we're going into this Thanksgiving season that you would give us just that mission to bless around us, um, to be thankful um, for the things that we have, uh, and to use those for your glory, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Peter. Praise the Lord. I had a few announcements here before we get into the Word together. do want to invite you to a Thanksgiving meal. It's going to be served after the service. Uh, and our youth will be helping with that. They're helping prepare it and going to be helping with serving and cleanup and stuff. But uh, it's turkey in the trimmings, pumpkin pie and apple pie like we mentioned last week. And uh, the annual quilt sale is going on right now and you can see those things out there where we're going to be eating. Um, and then also for your information, the offerings we had the last couple of weeks for the Gideons was over 500. I'm not exactly sure the exact amount it was, but it was over $500. And then last week for Larry and Becky, Dorman, Pastor Larry, it was $1,200. It was actually $1,038, and then we had 162 from the churches, um, and it came to 1200 uh, Larry texted me back. He says, when we opened up the check and saw it, he says, we were blown away. And uh, so they were really blessed. He also said, how did he put it? Such a sweet presence of the Lord that they sensed here last week. And uh, just that feeling of family. And so that was neat. And... We are looking at a special offering the next couple of weeks. You can put the picture up there, uh, Ben, from Wednesday night. But what we're doing is we're anticipating having a Wednesday evening praise and worship time along with the other events that we're doing. This was from last Wednesday. What that was was we're kind of preparing the way. Uh, Josiah was just sharing his heart about what worship means to him, to the kids. Uh, we actually had even the elementary with us uh, for
for part of it, and we're going to see once they might be with us for a little portion of the the time on Wednesday evenings. But what we're doing is we need about equipment that will come close to a thousand dollars. We thought maybe some of you might be interested in wanting to give toward that. So if you would, then just put a check in an envelope made out TCC, but indicate it for the youth music ministry. And uh, that's going to actually start. We will not be having midweek service this week because of the Thanksgiving holiday, but then the next Wednesday is when we're going to start having the worship time along with the other activities on Wednesday night. We have a meal on Wednesday nights, we have recreation, we have the Word, so it's a lot of good things happening there. Just looking ahead, next Sunday, actually speaking of Josiah, Josiah next Sunday, the first time he's going to be leading worship by himself, kind of, I guess we'd call it. So we can be praying for Josiah with that. And then uh, Doug and Abby Cootley are going to be bringing the message. So Doug was saying, well, this is the cousins' morning. We got the cousins going there. Um, the next week, Joyce and I are going to be, the, the message title will be Relax, God Will Work It Out. And we're actually going to be sharing a couple letters that we had written like 44 years ago. And then the next Sunday, the 15th, the Christmas story, a very good story. We did it 10 years ago, but it was just Sarah and I that did it. It's called The Fireplace. This time, uh, we're, we have, I think, seven readers. It is a longer one, so make sure you're here on time that morning because we'll be starting it uh, not too long after 10 o'clock. So... That's on the 15th, and then our Christmas service will be on the 22nd. And then carolers, we're going to have caroling and talk with Susan Rock about that. Or give her a call, get a hold of her for details. You can see them there, and we're sending them out on our weekly uh, announcements as well. So those are some things coming up. And also, I want to, well, I'm thinking of it, to welcome you to partake of the Lord's Supper with us today if you're a believer in the Lord Jesus. So, you know, giving thanks, it glorifies God. And having a thankful heart, a grateful attitude and speech that includes thanksgiving, it will glorify and magnify God. Our God who we trust in, we're trusting in him. Griping and complaining shows that we are doubting God and it glorifies the devil. Um, living with a thankful attitude is an example of walking in the light, which we've been talking a lot about of late. Light is the knowledge of God and knowledge of his ways. That's walking in the light when we are walking in those things. Darkness is the absence of the knowledge of God and his ways. But we glorify God through our thanksgiving as we give thanks. It says in Psalms 86.12, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, my God, with all my heart and will glorify your name forever. When I give thanks, I bring glory to God. The definition of that word glory, 
public praise, honor and fame, something that brings praise or fame to someone or something, something that is a source of great pride, worshipful praise, honor, thanksgiving, giving glory to God, something that secures praise or renown, and then you see glorify. Many of the same things there, you can look at them. But it, it does, like it says, it lights up brilliantly gives glory as in worship, thanksgiving, glory to God. And that's what thanksgiving does. It, it magnifies him. Thanks and praise from God's people exalts him and magnifies him in the eyes of the world. What is it when you look through a magnifying glass, what does it do? It makes it bigger and clearer. And that's what thanks and praise does when we worship God. Who's we? We, his people, the people of God. It's especially true when we give thanks and praise in the midst of hard situations or hard times. Psalm 34, verse 1 says, I will, say I will, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify, there it is, the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. When we give thanks to God, when we have an attitude of gratitude toward God, it'll show it. it. It makes that light shine out from us. It's a thank you light. It's a thanks light. It's a gratitude light that shines and the world sees it around us. They can tell. They can tell if there's a light coming forth. There's a difference. I will bless the Lord at all times, it says. And note, I choose to give thanks. I will, it says. Thanks is something that I choose to give. And especially that's true when things in the natural realm are contrary, or we're going through winds of adversity, we can give thanks. But I'm thankful for the holiday, Thanksgiving. We have a holiday coming up on Thursday, a national holiday of Thanksgiving. And it's thanks to God is what it is. Thanks to God. And when we're giving thanks, which is giving, thanksgiving, it spreads to those who have open hearts and humble hearts. It makes waves that spread out. Just like the waves that go out in the ocean, it spreads. You throw a stone into a placid lake and it just goes out and out. Well, we make waves around us and we're making waves that glorify God and magnify Him and lift him up, make, you know, make him clear to the world through us as we give thanks. Psalm 44, 8. In God we have boasted all day long, and we will give thanks to your name forever. Selah. We will 
We will give thanks. And then Psalm 32, 2. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. Sometimes it's very hard to do that. To speak things that are words of thanks or boasting of the Lord when we're going through things that we don't feel that way. But that's where our spirit person needs to be exalted. That's where we need to walk in the light. And then our fellowship with the Lord and one another just grows stronger as well. Walking in the light. It's not easy, but it's something. There's something about it when we do that, that it changes things. It makes, starts making waves. It makes waves to our fellow co- our co-workers in the workplace, in the church, in the family, in the house, in the home, wherever we are. It makes those kind of waves. Psalm 32, 2, My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The word boast, you can see there what it's talking of. Glory, credit, crown jewel, honor, pride, treasure, trophy. We shine as his lights. We shine for him when we have an attitude of gratitude. We're walking in the light and it shows forth. You can see it on somebody's face if they're walking in the spirit, if they're in that place, or if they're walking in the flesh, if they're in a place where they're spiritual-minded, or if they're carnal-minded. I was listening to, sometimes when I'm on the treadmill in the morning, I'll, well, I always watch something, but I've been, lately I've been watching some of uh, Chip Brim and Billy Brim, and, um, there's, we have this Roku thing that we can pull up stuff off of. And it was interesting to me that, and this is from back like this summer and fall, early fall, that Chip was talking about walking in the light. And it was the same things we were talking about here. And then they, they kept sharing about it and how the glory of the Lord can be seen on us too. When we're walking in the Spirit, when we're walking in the light, when we're walking in that way where we're in a place of gratitude instead of griping. Do uh, you know what griping is? It's not gripping, it's griping. I noticed I had it spelled wrong on there first. Griping. Does anybody here never gripe? Griping can happen very easily where we're speaking negatively. But what does that glorify? It doesn't glorify God. And it doesn't show forth the light of His Spirit coming through us. That's for sure. <clears throat> but I was listening to, to him, and then he had his sister, Shelley, it was on there too, Chip, and his wife was there. But anyway, his sister started sharing. He says... Shall I tell that story about you with Andy Williams? And some of you probably, does anybody know who Andy Williams is? The older generation does? Well, he was a very well-known, I got to see again. I can't believe nobody else. Lift him up high. Wow, I can't believe that. But anyway, 
Uh, we, we saw him, Joyce and I, when we went to Branson. We went to one of his things after we had been to Billy Brim's meeting there because he had a place in Branson. And uh, he had packed house every night through the Christmas season in Branson. And, but anyway, he was, I remember him from when I was a little kid, you know, that's a long time ago, I guess. But, but anyway, Shelley got a job singing for about, she said it was about 12 minutes on stage at the end of the show. There was this grand finale where she was up there with a whole chorus of people, probably 100 people or whatever up there singing this finale. And then when she, before that, she'd be out making popcorn and stuff, you know, and she was cleaning up the floors from popcorn and all this. But she was there, she said, that was my 12 minutes of fame up, you know, in front there. But they came to the end of the season, and she wasn't going to go back there the next year. But at the, a few days after the season was over, she got a call from, from Andy Williams. And he says, I've been working on the show. And she says, you may not know it, but he, he laid out the whole program that he had every year. He was the one that did it and all the songs and so forth. And, and uh, he was the one that orchestrated that. But he said, she said, he called me. He says, Shelley, I have a little bit bigger part that I want someone to have this year. So with a solo in it, and I was wondering if you could be a part, still a part of the finale, but it's a solo part. And uh, he said, I would like to have you do that. And uh, she says, me, she said. And uh, she said, there's a person that was standing right behind me, a tremendous voice, a strong voice. I think you should ask her instead. You know, that was her first thought, that this lady would do a better job. And he told her, he says, you know what, Shelley? Yeah, her, her voice may be better, but you have a good voice too. But she said, you just shone up there. There was a light shining out of you when you were singing. And he said, when I came up at the end of the show, a lot of times I was getting really tired I thought, can I make it through this last part? This is when he was getting older. I know when we saw him, he was probably, I don't know how old he was, but in his 80s probably. And, uh, and she says, he says, I look up there, I always find you up there, and I look at you, and just seeing that light coming out of you, that life coming out of you, it does something for me, and I'd like you to do this. And I can't remember if she said she actually did it that next year or not, but anyway, the light coming forth, it shows. And it showed in her life. It showed in her life. Let's read Psalm 34 from the Passion Translation, and it'll show from your life. Lord, I'm bursting with joy over what you've done for me. My lips are full of perpetual praise. I'm boasting of you and all your works, so let all who are discouraged take heart. Join me, everyone. Let's praise the Lord together. Let's make him famous. Let's make his name glorious to all. And we're in the day that there's darkness around us that's been very dark, but as it gets darker, 
the lights that we shine forth are going to make all the more impact. And an attitude of praise and thanksgiving will lift off discouragement and depression, not only for yourself, but also for those around you, for those in your home, in the church, in your workplace, wherever it is. So make waves of light. Make waves of light. Not griping and complaining and discouragement and depression, glorifying the enemy. Make waves of light and glorify God. Giving thanks by faith sometimes. First Thessalonians 5, verse 16, Let joy be your continual feast. Footnote, Aramaic, be joyous in every season. We have seasons of life. Some are harder than others, but this is talking about continually. Make your life a prayer. And in the midst of everything, be always giving thanks. For this is God's perfect plan for you in Christ Jesus. Hear that? Your perfect plan in Christ Jesus is in the midst of everything to be always giving thanks. Now that's something that I have to hear. Not just once, but I got to keep hearing that. How about you? Giving thanks in the midst of everything. That's the perfect plan for me, for you, in Jesus Christ. Yeah, sometimes thanks is something that I give by faith, not because of my current situation or my current feelings or my emotions at the time. You know, Abraham gave praise and glory to God in the time of his life when everything in the natural realm looked opposite of what God had promised him. He had promised him children. In fact, so many you could hardly number them. Let's read about that here in Romans 4 and see what he did. For Abraham, human reason for hope being gone, hoped. So he, he moved into not the natural hope, which was hopeless, but into the spiritual hope, which is confident expectation. And he hoped in faith that he should become the father of many nations as he had been promised. So numberless shall your descendants be. He did not weaken in faith when he considered the utter impotence of his own body, which was as good as dead because he was about a hundred years old, or when he considered the barrenness of Sarah's deadened womb, she could never have children. And now she's almost as old as he is. No unbelief or distrust made him waver, doubtingly question concerning the promise of God. But he grew strong. Now listen to this. He grew strong and was empowered by faith as he gave praise and glory, and we could say thanksgiving, I believe there also, to God. Fully satisfied, some translations say fully persuaded, 
and assured that God was able and mighty to keep his word and do what he had promised. And that is true for you in your life, in your situation, your circumstance, that thing that you're dealing with right now. Or yes, maybe you do have to give thanksgiving by faith. We're given thanksgiving because we trust in God. And that keeps us as, at peace as we keep our minds stayed upon Him. We're trusting Him. We're trusting Him. And we can give thanks. In fact, that's what we're to do. We speak the Word of God, not the current situation. Jaswa, you can, wherever you are, you can go get the, the kids now. Where's Jaswa? Yeah. The kids are going to help here in just a minute. So, the sacrifice of thanksgiving. I'm going to have you help me here too in just a moment. But we're going to read uh, this scripture from three different translations. And so it's uh, Psalm 23, the first part of it starting with the English Standard Version. Let's read it together. Okay, let's start down by 23. The one who offers thanksgiving as his sacrifice glorifies me. That's the English Standard Version. Let's go to the next one. 23 again. The sacrifice that honors me is a thankful heart. Contemporary English version. 23. Whoever offers a sacrifice of thanksgiving glorifies me, and I will reveal the salvation of God to whomever continues in my way. Sacrifice of thanksgiving. Sometimes it feels that way. But you know what? You're going to find something happens as you start doing that. As you start magnifying the Lord with thanksgiving, something changes inside. You can almost feel it. You can almost you sense it, I guess. Sense a change inside. Okay, here's three more scriptures now that talk about giving thanks and praise to God. For who he is, it'll glorify him. This is Psalm 105, and we're going to read all three of these next scriptures now. First one, Psalm 105. Let's read it together, good and strong, okay? For all the glorious things he has done, go ahead and worship him. Tell everyone about his wonders. Let's sing his praises. Sing and put all of his miracles to music. Shine and make your joyful boast in him, you lovers of God. Let's be happy and keep rejoicing no matter what. Let's go to the next one. Come on, everyone. Let's sing for joy to the Lord. Let's shout our loudest praises to our God who saved us. Everyone come meet his face with a thankful heart. Don't hold back your praises. Make him great by your shouts of joy. One more. I will praise the name of God with a song and will magnify him with thanksgiving. 
That's what Thanksgiving does. Hallelujah. Good to see you kids. We're almost ready here. Okay, I got three more scriptures. Let's read these now, starting with Psalm 9, verse 1. Speak them out good and strong. The Lord, I will worship you with extended hands. As my whole heart explodes with praise, I will tell everyone everywhere about your wonderful works and how your marvelous... Amen. Okay, next one. So lift your hands and thank God for his marvelous kindness and for all his miracles of mercy for those he loves. How he satisfies the souls of thirsty ones and fills the hungry with all that is good. One more. Okay. We give thanks to you, O God. We give thanks to you. We proclaim how great you are and tell wonderful things you've done. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, when we live lives that show forth joyful gladness and thanksgiving, we are proclaiming to the world that our God is good and His love toward us is wonderful. And we are to be givers and proclaimers of our thanks to God for all the world to see. Amen. And we're not to keep it to ourselves or hide it under a bushel basket of griping and complaining. Yes, an attitude of gratitude with accompanying thanksgiving will magnify God and give Him glory. And an attitude of complaining and griping will magnify the devil. We don't want to do that. Maybe you haven't thought about it that way before. We don't want to give any glory to the devil. We don't. One more scripture I'm going to read here. Your lives, this is Matthew 5, Jesus said this, Your lives light up the world. Let others see your light from a distance, for how you can hide a city that, how can you hide a city that stands on a hilltop? And who would light a lamp and then hide it in an obscure place under a basket? Instead, it's placed where everyone in the house can benefit from its light. So don't hide your light. Let it shine brightly before others so that, they, so that the commendable things you do will shine as light upon them and then they will give their praise to your Father in heaven. Hallelujah. Praise God. We are going to have the youth come up here first. And Peter's going to help with that part. And then we'll let on things fold. And uh, we'll have, start with senior high. And then we'll have the junior high. And then we'll have the elementary kids come up here.
So our kids, our kids are not hiding their lamp of thanksgiving under a bushel, but they're letting it shine. They might be in the, our young people are also this, they got double duty, they're also helping with the meal. That might be where some of them are, but maybe, does somebody want to go and see if Peter is back there too with the meal? Okay, they're in the sound booth. Well, I'll tell you what, let's have the, the children start then first, and we'll, you can gather your other folks. We'll do it that way. And when the kids are done, what we're going to do is we're going to have them come and sit with the parents, and they're going to stay here while we have communion together. And they're going to be a part of the communion. It's up to the, the, your parents, your discretion, if you would like your kids to take it with you. Hallelujah. I'm thankful for my family, friends, and life. I am thankful for my mom and dad. I'm thankful for my niece. I'm thankful for God. I think for, for my mommy and daddy. I'm thankful for my pets. I'm thankful for everlasting life. I'm thankful for my mom and my friend Chloe. I'm thankful for being with Jesus. I'm thankful for God and family. I'm thankful for God. I'm thankful for Jesus, the Bible, family, drinks, and my pets. I'm thankful for pets, God, Jesus, friends, family, food, water, shelter. I'm thankful for my brothers. I'm thankful for my mom and dad. I'm, I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful. For, I'm thankful for my mom. I'm thankful for my dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's, that's good. Right? <clears throat> we're, th we're very thankful for all of you. But, and you can go sit with your dads and moms and your guardians right now. And uh, now let's, let's just have all the young people go up. <laughs> Junior and senior hires will, have, will exchange. You can probably just pass the mic on down, okay? Yeah. We'll, we'll just pass her. You want to go first, bro? I'm thankful for God and my family. I just put I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my new church family and my new school. Okay, 
I'm thankful for my basketball team and my school, my youth group, my family, Jesus, my dog, and my home. I'm thankful for food and family and friends. I'm thankful for school, church, and family and friends. I'm thankful for family, friends, home, clothes, church, and Christ. Some of the things I'm thankful for are my family, my friends, my home, my church, school, and that God made us each unique. Some things I'm thankful for is my family, fishing, hunting, pets, hockey, baseball, basketball, football, church, youth group, my friends, Jesus, and ice fishing. I'm thankful for my family, friends, God, education, and contortion. I'm thankful for music. I'm thankful for the ability to um, dance that Jesus gave me. Amen. Amen. Good job. And these... uh, Joyce and I are just thankful for the opportunity, and Peter and Linnea, I'm sure, are too. We're getting to know these kids and a few others, too, uh, better. These are really neat kids, let me tell you something. They're inspiring. They're encouraging. Uh, and they have a heart they want to sing. They want to worship on Wednesday nights. You know, we, we started, we got that vision to restart the Wednesday night ministry and um, so we've been doing that and we've been having we have recreation and we have we get in the word and we eat together and stuff but uh, now we're also looking at having a time of praise and worship and so um, just before we go to communion Josiah Josiah why don't you come up here a minute too yeah we didn't have you share yours Josiah what are you thankful for? You're <laughs> thankful for the piano. Hello, test, test. Yeah, the piano. I'm thankful for the piano. <laughs> Amen. Uh, Adam and Vicky, why don't you come up here a minute? Come up here. We're going to pray over Josiah. And like I said, next Sunday he's going to be leading worship for the first time. And we're going to pray over him. For that, but then also it would be the next Wednesday after that that he's going to be leading the kids in, uh, in that worship. And uh, so, praise God. Let's just pray over him now. In fact, I'm going to have one, Adam, I'm going to have you pray over your son for this ministry. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> Lord, we live to worship you. Thank you for creating us, Lord, and giving us that, uh, that role in life to worship the almighty King of kings, Lord of lords, ruler of the universe, creator of all. Uh, Lord, there's no one else that we can, that we can worship a place of complete... Um, being complete in the role of worship. And so, Lord, we just thank you for 
for the ability. Thank you for those that dedicate time to be able to lead us in that. Lord, thank you for the worship teams that you've given this body, this part of the body of Christ. And Father, we ask that you'll bless Josiah as he does that on Sunday. Father, anoint him and lead him in your ways. Father, enable him to, um, to lead in a way that makes people want to follow. And as they see the light of Jesus, um, may they be drawn into his presence in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Everyone in agreement said, Amen. Amen. Okay, young people, you can go join your families. And we'll have those that are going to pass the communion elements. You can come up here and actually begin to do that now, the bread and grape juice. And we're going to just stay seated where we are for this. Again, we invite those that are believers that are visiting to partake with us. And children's participation, we leave to the discretion of the parents. As they're passing these out, I just was going to mention that I looked up that word Eucharist. And Ben, there's one more. You can put that up there, the Eucharist. It's way at the end. <clears throat> you ever, has anybody ever heard the term Eucharist? I believe that's... I, I'm not sure, but I think the Catholic Church still calls their communion service the Eucharist sometimes. But it's a term, it's interesting, it's a term derived from the Greek word, you can see it there, meaning thanksgiving. And it commemorates Christ's death by crucifixion. It has a variety of syn synonymous names, including communion, holy communion, in the Lord's Supper. But it's from that word meaning thanksgiving. And as we are about to partake of this today, we say the, the body and the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ it is with thankful hearts and hearts of gratitude for what he has done for us. And I know like our children, the and youth this morning, they were bold. It's not easy to get up in front of people. You probably know that, but they, they shared, they, didn't, they weren't hiding their candle under a bushel, they were letting it shine with those words of thanksgiving that they shared with us. And I know that each of you would have words of thanksgiving also to share. And maybe that'd be a good thing to do in the rest of this day, to be just sharing things you're thankful for. And through this whole week, through the whole week that's ahead of us, just be sharing what we're thankful for and making waves, waves of light, magnifying God as we do it, making him bigger in the eyes of the people around us, and the junk and all the darkness smaller magnifying him and his light and his life and the good things he has done. Even in the midst of bad situations or hard situations, getting his word and speaking that forth, speaking forth his word in the midst of it. All with thanksgiving for what he's done. And you know, the word says that when we partake of communion, 
we're proclaiming the Lord's death until he comes again. We're making waves just by doing this. Pastor Larry last week talked about communion. And here we are able to have it this Sunday. And we're so thankful. We really are. Did everybody receive that would like to? Let's take that bread. This bread represents the body of Jesus Christ. And really, spiritually, we eat of him, we partake of him. And we're so thankful for that, that we can partake of his very life. And this morning, even in your physical body, or maybe it's in your soul, your mind or emotions, or you just feel brokenhearted this morning for some reason, something. As we partake of this bread, just receive the healing flow from Jesus Christ, from his spirit who dwells within you. We're so thankful, Lord. Let's partake of it together. And the covenant that Pastor Larry talked about last week, it was cut, that covenant Covenants are cut with blood. And this covenant that we're in with him, it's cut by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And it remits or it deletes, it takes care of, just blots out all of our sin. We're free. We're not to be under condemnation. We're free. And so we partake of it now in the name of Jesus. Let's partake together. Thank you, Lord. You are so good. And we give you thanks this morning. Thank you, Lord. Why don't you repeat this after me? Thank you, God. You are so good. Your mercy endures forever. Thank you, God. You are so good. I give thanksgiving unto you this morning. We give thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So what we're going to do now is we'll... Invite those that would like to come forward for prayer to come. I tell you what, first we're going to release the youth to go and help get set up for serving. So you can leave right now, the youth, junior and senior hires, and go right now to help with that. <clears throat> and um, But if you have not received Jesus as your Savior, we invite you just to come up. There'll be people that can minister with you here or ask someone where you are at, can you help me pray to receive Jesus as my Savior? But there will be ministers up here too. Or to receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit with the prayer language, speaking in tongues. 
or healing in your body if you'd like to have prayer or be anointed with oil we can do that as well deliverance from whatever you might need deliverance from fear worry bitterness uh, whatever the need might be be free to do that and then we do invite you for the meal in fact let's just pray over that meal now Lord We've, we also, you've taught us to give thanks for our food, and that you sanctify it for our use when we do that. And so we give thanks right now for the food that we're going to be eating, and we thank you in the name of Jesus. And we receive your, as we go, we know that your presence goes with us, you are with us, you are in us, and we Thank you that your grace just abounds to us this whole week ahead. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. God bless you all.